Alright, so boom. It's part two. Sit down and listen. Okay. What was that? So you said this is part two of your boy Trayvon. Yeah, so like when I said Trayvon McCool, I thought this was a one time thing. Nah, bro. That's a long cruise. Uh, Dana decides to get clean. Right. We get back together. Uh-huh. Like, we're fine again. Um, and then while I'm, aw- but like her and Trayvon are still hanging out. I'm like, look, here's the deal. I'm not cool with you guys hanging out. You know, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm not trying to be that controlling boyfriend, but like I feel like it's a very justifiable situation. Yeah, this this is a huge difference. And like, you know, someone is out to 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 smash your girl, and like, you know, friends are just friends. And, like you know she got an attitude about it when I told her. But like, since I'm not, but my thing was like, look, that was my best friend. Like within 24 hours of us breaking up, you slept with him. <laughs> Excuse me. Like I feel like that's very justifiable. Like I don't want you guys hanging out. Right. She's like, okay, that's fine. I understand. I'll do. That's 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 fair. Makes sense. So I go to a church camp. Okay. So I'm a leader at this point. Right. Um. Summer's here. I take a team down to church camp. <coughs> okay. I come back. She's acting kind of weird. She's acting real irritable, real short. Um, right. And so, like, while I was at church camp, I didn't have a great feeling about the fact we were together. Right. And when I got back, I had, like, just a lot of conviction about it. So I was like, man, I was the right thing to do. So, like, I told him, like, look, I think we should, you know, take more time apart. I do want to be with you, but, like, I feel like we need time to build alone before we get back together. Right. Nah. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, come to find out from Zach, mm-hmm. one of, so it was my friend Andrew is and like her roommate Andrew, his older brother who was also staying there at the time. Uh, Zach's like, hey, I just want to let you know, Trevon was over here while you were gone. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I, we came home and like her and Trevon were coming out of Kristen's room. Now here's why this is suspect. There was she didn't have a she like her bedroom was in the living room. Right. So like sometimes when Kristen was gone, we'd go watch a movie in Kristen's room. All right. There was multiple times she wanted to fool around in Kristen's room. Oh no. So when Zach comes home and they're both coming out of there, you yo look suspect. That's extremely sus. So <clears throat> that was your spray from the other day. That's um, so I confront her about my go because we're still talking at this point. We're still like communicating. We're still hanging out. We're just not right. official because you know we're taking a break, trying to you know build on our own before we build together. Right. Which I think is a good idea considering what was going on. <clears throat> I was like, "Did you hang out with Trayvon while I was gone?" She's like, "No." I was like, "Damn, yeah, tell me the truth." She's like, "No, I haven't seen Trayvon except at work since we got back together." Right. I was like, "Then why does that tell me?" He saw, like, when he came home, you and him, you and, uh, yeah, you and him were coming out of Dana's room, or out of Kristen's room. She's like, oh, he was just giving me a ride to work. I'm like, so you lied to me. She's like, no, we were going to work. I was like, Danny, you just told me you've only seen him at work. Why, like, don't lie to me about it. She's like, I'm like, what happened? She's like, nothing. He was just giving me a ride to work. Zach told me what happened before that. Like, Zach told me what happened eventually. He didn't want to, tell, he didn't want to be the one to tell me what happened. He wanted her to. Right. So, like, eventually, Zach did tell me what happened. So I was like, so I was kind of like, I was like, you know what? It's not worth fighting about. You know, I asked Trayvon about it. Trayvon was like, yeah, I was just giving a ride to work. Okay, I didn't actually believe him, but like, yeah. just let it, let it ride. Because we, we are official. Right. So things go by, things are going well, we decide to get back together. Okay? Zach, find, Zach lets me know, like, yo, 
I was trying to give her another chance to tell you, but like she like she cheated on you, Trayvon. No. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, d- I'm done. <clears throat> right. I'm like, me and Trayvon are no longer friends. Uh huh. We'll be coworkers. I'll be civil. But like, we're not friends. We're not cool anymore. And me and her are done. I broke up with her. I was like, look, I don't appreciate the fact that you lied to me about it after giving me multiple opportunities to tell me the truth. You know, I was at church camp and you cheated on me. Who was somebody who was my best friend at one point? He already slept with multiple like before that. Like, right. I'm, I'm done. So, of course, she knows a big fan. It's super awkward because our friend group is all the same. We all work together. We're all really good friends. Like, I knew Chris. No, I didn't know Chris at this point yet. I don't think I knew Chris yet. So, like, all my friends were, like, the friends we hung out with. Right. You know? Um, and, uh, excuse me. Um, so, it's super awkward because I've still seen her a decent amount because... You know, two of my closest friends I hang out with on a regular basis live there. Right. And so her and Trayvon full-on start dating. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm pissed. You know? Um, so I'm like, I'm not handling it well, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm pissed off all the time. Like, I went over there more often than I needed to just to, you know, kind of be petty. Like, I was being petty. Like, we would, like, we would try to figure some things out to do. I'm like, yo, let's just hang out at the apartment. Right. Because I'm being Betty. Which we did a lot. And so, like, they would come home and Trayvon would, like, just see me there in the living room. Just hanging out at her apartment. Dang. Oh, yeah. So, things, so she, she decides to get Trayvon high one day. And Trayvon goes home high. And he smells like alcohol because they had been drinking. He wasn't drinking. But they had been drinking. And um, his mom is pissed because he's 16. Yeah. She's like, where you been? He's like, oh, I was at Dana's house. She knows who Dana is because we all work together. Right. She knows she's met him because that's Trayvon's girlfriend at the time. She knows she's 19. So she puts precious charges on Dana. Yo. For statutory and, and uh, providing to minor. The charges never went anywhere. Nothing ever happened for him. But, like, there was a court case and everything. Um, eventually she dropped the charges. Trayvon agreed not to see her anymore and like went to see his dad for the summer. Um, so, but yeah, that, that happened. So her and Trayvon, Trayvon has, Trayvon's mom has a restraining order against Dana for Trayvon. So they can't be within 50 feet of each other anytime, which really sucks because we all work together. So I think it's hilarious. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm, I'm being that petty. Like I was pissed. I thought it <laughs> was so funny. Sounds like a crazy episode of like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, like crazy man. It was a rough time in my life. Okay, and this is why I went on a bender afterwards. No, no, no. I can see why it's yeah. justified. Oh yeah, I trusted you for a really long time. <laughs> Makes sense. Like I still kind of have issues with that, but it's not as bad. But yeah, so that happens. Her and Trayvon break up. We're, I was still seeing her a lot. Oh, no, no. I back up, back up, back up, back up. Before, so, um, before they break up, I'm in one of those moods one night. I'm like, dude, I miss, like, I miss Dana. Like, I miss being with her. I miss Drawing some Jake's Marvin's room. No, like, we're Drawing all hanging out at the apartment. Like, and, like, I'm talking to Chris. I'm like, 
me and Dana agree to be friends because we see each other too much. Like it's just easier that way. It makes sense. And so sense. me, everybody's hanging out at the apartment. Trevon's not there. Trevon's at work. But Dana's there. I like I text Chris. I'm like, hey, like I need to talk to you. She's like, what's up? I'm like, I miss Dana. And she's like, don't do this again. Please don't. And she's like, I'm like, I can't help. Like I can't stop thinking about her. Like, what would Bryson Tiller say? Don't. don't. <laughs> Like, I can't stop thinking about her. Like, she's all I've ever thought about. Like, she's all I think about. Like, I want to be with her, but, like. Okay, Mariah Carey. I'm being serious for a second. Quit making jokes. <laughs> like, I'm all about my feelings. And Kristen's like, no, it's a bad idea. Like, you know, you guys are good oh, for each other, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I'm going to tell her. She's like, okay, well, let me leave the room first. So she goes to her, she, her room and leave. So it's just me and Dana. And I'm like, Dana, I need to talk to you. And she's like, what's up? And, like, so I, like, just tell her, like, look, like, I'm bothered by all this. Like, I wanted to be with you. You couldn't be honest with me. And, like, it hurts, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm being serious with her. And she's like, yeah, I know. Like, I know we didn't handle the best way. I'm like, it's not just that. And, like, I legit thought, we, like, we had a future. Oh. And, like, I felt like you threw a little away for one night stand with my best friend. That turned out to be not just a one night stand. Damn. And she's still swearing up and out. She never cheated and cheated on me. To this day, she's Yo, bro, me. you know what that means? She's just, she belonged to the streets. She belonged to the streets, my God. But yeah, so like, we're having a real serious conversation. And like, I think things are going well. And like, we're sitting on our bed. And she kind of she leans in and like hugs me. And like, kinda, she gives that look. Like, you know that look like she puts her head on your chest? Yeah. It's so like, we kiss. And like, we kiss and things progress. And like, we ended up pulling around that night. And like, we didn't hook, we didn't fully have sex. We, like, we did everything else. <clears throat> and so, like, we're just kind of laying there in bed. And she's mm-hmm. like, you should probably go home. I'm like, why? She's like, because. I'm like, I can't stay the night. She's like, no. Me and Trayvon have a big day plan tomorrow. <gasps> no! Oh, when I tell you, I don't think I've ever been so crushed in my life. Like, I don't think I've dealt with rejection now like that. Yo, son. I'm pull my heart out to you. Us, like, do that. After you, like, after... You've cheated on me with my best friend, sucked my best friend, Yo. got on drugs, got off a of drug, like all this. We we do that, and then you're just like, oh, I have to go hang out with your old best friend that I cheated on you with? Yeah, we have a big day at play tomorrow. How but petty I, did you get? I I didn't get petty. I couldn't. I couldn't get petty after that. Did you at least tell Trayvon? No. Here's what happened. So, um... This is right before the restraining order happened. So the restraining order happened after they got after they were made to break up. After they broke up. So the next day, or I text her again. I'm like, "Look, you need to tell Trayvon what happened." And she's like, "I can't do that." I'm like, "Look, either you tell Trayvon or I will." She said, "Okay, I'll tell him." Okay, okay. She was gonna wait till the end of the day the next day. So like they had a big day planned. They're gonna go out, have fun, go to Celebration City. All this thing, like he had a, like, a bunch of money set aside, like he was going to blow a ton of money on her for what? a full day of fun. She was going to wait till the end of that to tell him. What a thought! I didn't know this at the time. Zach gets so Zach knows what happened because like I called him like Yo Zach, I need to talk to you. She's like he's like what's up? I'm like dude, I messed up. Like I don't know what to do at this point. He's the one who told me I should confront Dana, so I did. And so he's so Dana wakes up. Zach is up already. Dana wakes up. Gets ready. Tremont gets there. He's like, oh, hey, Tremont, what are you doing? He's like, oh, me and Dan are you know, going to do this and this. He's like, oh, you probably don't want to do that. He's like, why? I'm like, I got something. Like, this is what happened. Oh, Zach tells him. Yes, son. Oh, God. Dana's pissed. She calls me, like, do you tell Trayvon? I'm like, I haven't talked to Trayvon. 
like yo my months. goodness and she's like I'm like why she's like because he just broke up with me and I was like I have yo, nothing to do with that son. Zach's like yeah I, I told her I told him oh god like, Zach comes like hey I told her about what happened I was like wow like where's he at he's like he's on his way to McDonald's he just need, he, like, he wants to sit up there for a little while so I go up there to meet Trayvon I was like look man We've had some issues in the past with everything that's going on. I didn't intend for that to happen. Okay, I wasn't trying to you know, get back at you. Like I told her how I felt about her, and that happened. I was under, I did not know she was going to do that. Like I didn't know she was going to like right. so try to keep keep it a secret from you. Yo, that's crazy. Because <coughs> I don't want to be that guy who like somebody get, somebody cheats with. Right. Yeah. No. Forget. Yeah. For sure. He's like, for you sure. know, dude. <clears throat> after it happened to you, I should have seen it coming. The fact that it probably going to happen to me. Right. Like, we're good. Like, let's just let's keep her out of our lives. Dang, dude. Which was a great idea until a few weeks later, I decided to get back together with her. You dumbass. So, she's got the court case pending for the whole Trayvon situation. And I was like, you know what? We should get back together. What? Here's what happened. We're friends. We're all hanging out. Right. We go to Walmart to get drinks. And we're in the orchard's aisle. And she's messing around. I'm kind of flirting a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I just I lean in the kitchen real fast. She's like, what was that? I'm like, I don't know. And she kissed me back. I was like, I don't, I don't know what this means. And so we end up, we have to run to my house real quick to, to get something. So we end up like, we took her car. We end up parking behind Campbell 16, when it was Campbell 16, right. fooling around. Oh, Lord. In her car. She had a tiny car. Everybody knew that it happened because one of her shoes weren't, wasn't on and her hair was all messed up. She couldn't put her boot on the car because it was too small. <laughs> so I get back in and I'm like oh what happened to you guys like oh we couldn't find the orange juice and I'm like oh, okay well, never knew what happened right. um, so we ended up getting back together Dude. things were great for a few weeks and we broke up again and we didn't get back together for like a few years like a, like a year and a half two years later after this time dude that's crazy but yeah we broke up things kind of went back to normal we, we still saw each other a lot because we, we worked together our friends were close um, and then one night wrap up the story real quick one night she's um the first time I drank was you know a situation with her I'm still crazy about this girl Mike I, I wish we could be together like I wish things would just work out for us right she's like no I'm talking about somebody it's not gonna work out like you know, let's just not do that left, and so <laughs> so like at Sorry. the time so I worked at CST a few like, a year <clears throat> later this guy at CST I was really good friends with his name is Cody uh, McAdams turns out Cody was the Cody was the guy you know, I was talking to at the time. I didn't realize that one day until because I had been drinking. And until years later, somebody told me, like, yeah, Cody used to talk to Dana. I'm like, no way, I dated Dana. I'm like, oh, crap, that's the voice I hated. So I never saw Cody that night. I fell asleep in Dana's bed, which was in the living room, because I got drunk because I was sad. How small was your apartment? What do you mean? It was, it was old Monterey. It was two bedrooms. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, it's, not, it's smaller than this one. Well, I'm just... How many people were living there? This is completely off topic. So, three people lived there on the lease, but, like, they were all relationships, so, like, six kind of stayed there all the time, and the people stayed there all the time, because we were all in high school, except for a couple of us. Oh, yeah, And I was in college, so, like, a lot of people didn't still with their parents. All right. I'm trying to, like... Yeah. Get it together. So, I get drunk, because I'm sad. Right. Dana, she's like, yeah, I have some guy coming over. I don't want to go home. Cause like I don't be alone, but like I'm sad. I'm drinking whatever they have. I don't know what it was. I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. Uh, Henny boy, 
No, like it was some kind of vodka, spiced rum, like oh, Jack Dan, like just all sorts of things. Brother, man, you don't need to be drinking nothing but honey. Uh, dude, I'm telling you though, I don't think I think I've been dr- drunker than that twice in my life. Because like I just kept going and going and going. What honey? Go- no, just in general, whatever they had. Oh no! Like I probably killed two bottles by myself, and I didn't have chasers. Like I was just killing it. Like I killed one bottle, was drunk, killed another bottle, but like didn't Golly. taste it. Dude, I was depressed. Like, I wasn't depressed. I was extremely sad about the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would be too. And so... Don't um, feel like I'm judging you. I always no, say golly anytime someone says they drink a lot. No, you're fine. Um, and so, I, I'm drunk. Everybody's over there. I pass out in Dana's bed. I wake up once Cody's there. Everybody's in the living room hanging out. I hear this piercing voice. It's Cody's voice. I didn't know this at the time. I'm like, this is the most annoying voice I've ever heard. And, like, in my mind, like, I got extremely homicidal that night. In my mind, I'm like, okay, the scissors and the stick knives are in the kitchen. I could probably get to them before Cody realizes what's going on. And I can just cut his throat. Like, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. um, so I text her, I'm like, Kristen, I need to go home. She's like, why? I'm like, I'm going to kill Cody. She's like, what? I'm like, I know where the scissors are. I know where the knives are. I'm going to slit his fucking throat. Yo, dude, I'm probably going to edit that out. Huh? I'm probably going to edit that out. That's fine. Um, so like I text Chris, I'm like, yo, I need to get out of here. Like, it's not safe for me to be here right now. Well, Zach drives me home. Zach and Skyler. So we take, we take, so Skyler drives his car. Zach drives my car, which I drove a 95 Toyota Compact. Lit. No, it was tiny, but it got like 35 to the gallon, so it was great. Right. Um, and then Zach, so Zach drove my car, then Skyler drove both of them back to mm-hmm. the apartment. Here's the problem. I was so drunk, I didn't remember driving home, like getting home. Zach was also drinking that night. Oh, So we were all three just completely hammered. Don't know how I got home. I woke up the next morning in my bed, confused. Like, I don't know where my mom was. Like, she just was not, like, she was home for all this. Because, like, they came, he tucked me into my bed. Like, the the dogs didn't freak out. My mom was home. My brother was home. I don't know what was going on. I don't know how I got in there the way I did. But he tucked me in and then left. And then, like, things were fine. Golly, dude. And I go up next morning, no hangover. Don't get hangovers. That's when I realized that. Completely fine. I'm like, man, I'm really glad somebody brought me home last night. Don't know how it happened, but I'm glad it did. Right. And then we got to bed together for like a year and a half later. Things didn't work out. We broke up. Do you still talk? No. So, I'm going to be honest. I reached out recently, like relatively recently. Well, okay, so I reached out like probably, this probably, so we've been broken up total like probably five, six, close to five years. Right. Yeah, close old ex. Probably about three years ago, I reached out to her. She was not about it. She had a boyfriend at the time. She also, I found out her boyfriend was like a cuck. So, like, she would, like, have other dudes have, come yeah, sex have, with her. And he would, yeah. like, so they would videotape and he would watch. Well, relatively recently, I found out her and her boyfriend broke, like, her and a different guy broke up because he was super abusive. I'm like, man, she's kind of looking kind of good. So, I, you know, reached out, never responded. I gave it, I'm like, <clears> you know, it's probably a good thing. That's not a good thing I need. That's not a thing I need right yeah, now. Definitely. But yeah, I haven't talked to her much since then. Dang, dude. It was bonkers, man. Yeah, it was a great time in my life. I so, mean, yeah, <clears throat> after we broke up the last time, I went hard. Like, I don't remember everybody's name I had sex with. You don't? I used to have a list of it. It was an old Really? Family. Yeah, because I was like, I want to make sure, like, I know. Like, I don't want to be the guy who forgets people's names they've had sex with. So, like, on my old phone, I used to have a list. Like, every time I had sex with me, I'd add it to a list and save it in, like, a private note. I don't know what happened to that, but, like, so I went from, like, four to, like, 18 or 19 at that point. During that, <laughs> during that like... The next, like, two months, I just went ham. Oh, goodness. I'm, like, 23 now, I think. Good Lord. 
Yeah, it's not great. It's it's caused issues in past relationships, but you know it is what it is. I got to deal with it. I mean, that's all you can do is like just take responsibility. Like, yeah, I, mean, I noticed. I noticed. I could tell emotional, like a girl's emotional maturity. If like I look, like look, here's the deal. I used to have a really bad phase. I'll explain everything. Like eventually, but like yeah. just know that I had a hoe phase. Like okay, well, what's your number? I'm like, I will tell you eventually. I don't think right now is the right time. So eventually, I tell them pretty like they'll bug me about it. I'm like, okay, this is the number. You know, 23. Like, oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, I know, She's making but... one more. No. For Kobe. No, because they're not... They're not going to be like, you know it's better than 24. Like, whenever I have sex with 24, I'm like, hey, you know it's better than 24? What? 25. <laughs> and just put it in right there. But no, um, so like, I'll be open about it. I'm like, yo, here's the deal. Like, that's what it is. I'm like, right. wow. I'm like, before you judge me, like, I'm not proud of it. I'm not justifying it, but like... I went through some crap, and, like, that was the way I dealt with it. Not healthily, but that was the way I dealt with it. Like, when I was talking to Shelby, I was crazy about Shelby. Shelby had a really big problem with that, and then she told me she was going to be moving to, she might be moving to Arkansas, and, like, I been, I had told Shelby multiple times, like, we had been going on dates and stuff like that. I feel like it was pretty obvious I was into her. I told her, I, was, I liked her. Like, I was like, yeah, I want to be with you. And so, when she's like, I'm, she's like, yeah, I'm moving to Arkansas, like four or five hours away from you. I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean for us? She's like, well, it won't affect us talking, but like, I didn't really know if you want to be in a relationship or not. I'm like, I told you multiple times I want to be in a relationship. She's like, no, you really haven't. But like, I was like, so I'm going to be honest with you. If you do move, that's fine. I want you to be happy. I hope it'll be good for you. But like, I probably won't, I, pr- I don't want to do a long distance relationship. So like, we'll probably just be friends. Right. And I feel like that's like, I f- she got really upset about it. I feel like it's a very mature thing to say. Like, if you're going to be honest about it and open about it, we weren't official. Yeah, for like, sure. <clears throat> And so I was like, yeah, I probably like I probably just want to be friends. Like, oh, okay, well, like she goes, well, since you're, I don't want to talk to me anyway. In that sense, you've you've never like told me you wanted to be more than just friends or more than just talking. You've never signaled that you want to be more than what we are. So like, I didn't know, and like, but we're not gonna talk anyway. If you're gonna, you know, if we're not gonna talk, we move to Arkansas. Besides, I can't get over the fact that you've had sex with that many women. That's a huge problem with me. So, like, let's just cut it off now. And then blocked me immediately on everything. Yo, son. So, I was like, okay. Obviously, she's not mature enough to, like, understand. Yeah. Like, I'm not justifying the fact that it happened. <clears throat> but, like, I went through some crap. And, like, you give it yeah, like, I mean, you know. Anyone you date, and this is why I have, I, I I'm going to sound really terrible for a sec. I don't, I can't date a girl who's raised up in church. So, like, you prefer a girl, like, found religion on her own? Yes. Okay, I understand that, actually. And and the reason being is, like... There's that stigma with, like... Yeah, there's that stigma, like, I feel like... So, obviously, you know my past. You know a lot of the things I've done. You know a lot of the crap that I've been through. You know what I've been doing recently that right. I'm not proud of. And it's just, like, there's that whole stigma, like... With, and then it's, it's females who've grown up in church, and again, I'm... If the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. Yeah, it's not. But it's like, oh, you've had, you've done this already, you've done that already. Get out my face! I don't want to speak to you. And it's that level of immaturity that really makes me go like, then don't talk. It's always, to me. it's genu- it's generally the kids that are super sheltered from life. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I don't mean this in like a negative way. Like, I understand why people do the way the things they do. Like, I understand if that's what you feel. Yeah, but I'm not gonna judge you for like feeling that way. But like I've noticed it's more usually the kids who are super sheltered in life, so, like their parents like sugarcoated everything for them. So oh. like, when they got in the real world, they wasn't ready for it. Yeah, it's like, dude, like people are gonna screw up. Anyone you get into a relationship with is going to have luggage. 
That is baggage. That baggage yeah, luggage. Luggage just kind of sounds weird. Yeah, true. Like luggage makes it sound like you got a kid or something. Like no, yeah. everybody has a kid. Everybody's got baggage. Yeah. So like everyone's sometimes gonna, it's a carry on. Sometimes it's a whole suitcase. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have something no matter what relationship you get into, right. and I feel like it's just like people just always pick and choose. You know how many bags someone can bring aboard. You know, even if they can't bring aboard any, it's just. I don't know. I've kind of just been... Dude, I've been single for about, what, four years now? I've not really talked to anyone, like, seriously. Dude, you know what's crazy? What's up? Until, like, this year, I never realized how long I'd been single because I never kept track of it. So, like, as a kid, you don't really... Like, <coughs> as a teenager, you don't really think about, it, like, how long you've been single. Right. You're like, oh, I'm either single or I'm not. It's not really a thing for you. Right. But, like, as an adult, like, I just kind of realized, like, man, I've been single for a few years. That's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, I only keep trying just because just it's something I've done for a while. I'm like, dang, it's been a while since I've been in a relationship. Yeah. Side story. <laughs> These uh, teenagers. This is whenever we lived in New York City. I was maybe about 12 or 13 at the time. Oh, pre-ads? Yeah, dude. So, I'm in the train station with my mom. I have my Nintendo DS Lite. <laughs> I have Pokemon Diamond in that in, yeah. in that system, bro. Um, and then these, there's these fine high school girls. My mom looks at me and goes, Chris, there's girls right there. I have my DS in my hands. I'm playing and I shrug my shoulders like, I'm trying to be a Pokemon master. Leave me alone. Yeah, I got to catch them all. <laughs> Facts. Like, I don't got no time to waste no females. Leave me alone, bro. But, like, yo, I don't forget, too. My mom put me on the spot one time. We went to the corner store to go get some get some chips and some drinks, whatever. And there was this girl. She had a really nice butt. I was maybe about 10, 11 then. So I'm like, learn, like, you know so what I'm you saying? Just, like, you, you were into girls that regressed and got back into girls? Yeah, like, I, I mean, like, I was like, I, I mean, her, she had a nice like, butt. Bow. I was like, yo, I was caught off track. My mom was like, yo, you going to stop looking at her ass and come out the store? <laughs> Yeah, Yo, you know what's weird, though? <laughs> you know what just blows my mind? What's up? When I was 12 or 13, I was focused on school and sports. Like, that's it. Like, I, and granted, some people focus on, like, theater, yeah. music, stuff like that. Like, I don't know what you were into. You were into anime and stuff. I was... <clears throat> I'll get into that here in a sec. But, like, school and sports was my thing at 12 or 13. And, like, if I wasn't doing one of those things, I wanted to be outside my friends playing. Like, we didn't care if it was, like... It, we, there was times it would be snowing hard. We'd be in the middle of the street playing two-hand touch football. We did not care. <laughs> like, that's what, that's the way we were. It blows my mind that kids nowadays, like, for instance, like, the job I have. Right. You, know, you, you bet the kids there. It blows my mind that there's 13-year-olds that are out here just sleeping with people, having miscarriages, all this stuff. That blows my mind, the fact that they, that's what they're focused on. They're focused on sex and, like, relationships, all this stuff. I always wanted to play outside and go and go hang out with my yeah. friends. Like those green big boxes outside in the neighborhood. I was going to sit on those and hang out and talk about stuff, play football on the street. They're talking about getting laid, getting picked up, and fucking eighteen year olds. Yeah, I mean like, that's so crazy to me. It's it's so many different reasons, and that's how. And this is going to sound extremely terrible. That's how I can tell those who want the help versus those who are just there for attention seeking. What? The bragging rights. The, oh, for sure. The more they brag about it, no, they don't want treatment. They want yeah. to like people and they're like, yo, this is who I am. Get on board and get the cow. Yeah, that's 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 how I come to learn. You know, because I, I worked at this company where this client was like that. 
he was a he was a bragger, but he also <coughs> he had a speech impediment, so I don't really. Bro, you can't. Nah, nah. So I don't really. Like, what kind of speech impediment? Like, he stuttered or like what? Like, he couldn't say his essence. No, like he like I could. Like, I had to ask him to repeat what he said sometimes because I couldn't understand him. Yo, you talk like uh, you ever seen a water boy? Yeah, that's what I'm at. Mama, 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 mama said I'm special. <laughs> mama, mama, mama said alligators crazy because they ain't got no toothbrush but teeth. Yeah, like that's his, what I'm thinking of right now. Like his speech impediment because, and also he had mental issues. Like, yeah. I couldn't really understand him. So like he was trying to brag to me about you know whatever, doing this and drink. I'm like, I can't understand you. I'm like, I I'm like, bro, like, what are you trying to tell me right now? Yo, I feel like people do that same thing with me. Like, a lot of times, I speak so fast, especially when I get something like I'm happy about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I get excited about. My voice octave drops, and I speed up so fast how I talk. And so people, a lot of times, will just assume they know what I'm talking about, agree with it, and move on. Oh, yeah. See, for me, I have a big mouth. Same. Like, facts. Like, that's that's just and a forehead And a crooked hairline. Shut up, about to go bald. Um, but, <laughs> but the reason, excuse me, you have, I don't think you've been around, but there are times where I'll speak lowly because I grew up in a Puerto Rican and an Italian household. Bro, the other day we saw a story about how you got fired. Yeah. You did the same thing. I was watching a video about that. I could not tell what you were saying. Yeah, like I talk to him because I talk low sometimes because I don't want to feel like I'm yelling at people. Like I don't want to feel like I'm projecting my voice. See, I, was, bro, I have no issue yelling at people. You're going to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Dude, that, was, that story is still still bonkers, man. That was dumb. So, like... Dude. Like, Alright, so look, I get it. What I did was irresponsible, but... 100%! It was, it was irresponsible. You could have just said... Yeah, I'll wear the mask. Or, hey, I'm not feeling great. Can I go home? Dude, they, I'm sorry, but they would not have let me go home. Okay, yeah, because you're supposed to be there. That was your job. I wasn't supposed to be there. You dropped the shift. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't, bro. What are you talking yes, about? you did. How are you going to tell me? Bet money. I'll bet money on it, bro. I'll bet $5. $5? Yes, I'll you bet 5 a lot of money for somebody who got a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep, bro. That's real deep. Why you gotta go at me like that? Because you ain't got no drum. Shut up. Watch your freaking place about to shut down by next week, bro. Y'all gonna get y'all gonna get hotline, bro. For what the third or fourth time? No, I mean, it could have been worse. One boy could have uh, gonna have you could have had a client who jumped off the balcony and broke their femur. That's yeah, messed up. Um, you know what's crazy? <clears throat> Why is it this way? Like. So, like, you know, I'm on Tinder. I got Hinge. I got those two things. Like, I have other ones. I just don't ever check them. So, you're desperate. <laughs> you try to get smacked? Say what you got to say. <laughs> Mr. I've been single for four years. Yeah, but I ain't desperate, boy. Really? You got a hentai shirt? You can look at those bananas kind of funky. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I walked around with a hand tie shirt, but I clapped some cheeks last week. And I'm okay with that. Anyway, say what you gotta anyway, say. what you gotta say. What's about? So, yeah, like, I'm on Tinder and hands and stuff like that, and, like, I tried Facebook dating, nothing was weird. I didn't like Yo, Facebook dating. Facebook, Facebook dating was weird. Facebook dating brings up all the ugly mothers, all the ugly single mothers, and all the, like, 
they just like I, I'm sorry I'm gonna get flagged for this, but like yo, if you're not attractive, you're not att- like me. If I'm not attractive, I'm not. Attractive. I don't care. You know what I'm saying I'm so, yeah, you're kind of ugly. I, I, I've accepted that, but um, you know what I'm saying it's like it's one of those things like, bro, on Facebook dating, I swear on everything, it's nothing but single mothers and you know what I think the issue is for you. You have the body of an alcoholic, cause like <laughs> what I mean is. <laughs> What I mean is, like, you ever seen an alcoholic, like, they got a gut on them, but, like, they're skinny? Burt Kreischer? Okay, no. Burt Kreischer's fat. Okay? He's he's a chubby guy. He's pushing 250. What I'm saying is, like, with a shirt on, you look... 250? 250. Oh, I thought you said 250. What I'm saying is, like, you'll see a guy who's, like, kind of lanky, looks skinny with a shirt on, and then you see him with a shirt off, like, oh, you got a gut to you. Because, like, it looks like... If you ever seen an alcoholic stomach, they got a gut... But, like, there's no substance to them because all they have is empty calories because all they do is drink. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. It's like the idea of, like, a beer gut kind of thing. Yeah, it's crazy because I don't drink like that. I, I know. Think. That's what's weird to me. But I think that's the issue. It's like, you're just... Anyway. Yeah, dude, Facebook dating has a lot of single moms. Yeah, it really... But my point was, I have Hinge and I have Tinder. There's this one girl, like, I've been talking to a lot. Right. Yeah, like, legit, like, I feel like I have a strong connection to. She's kind of slow to, like, actually go do anything. Like... For instance, we've been talking for like a week and a half now. And like, I got her Snapchat yesterday. And like, because she says she's like just not ready for to take the next step or whatever. What you mean take the next step, bro? Like, Snapchat. No, no, no. She, like, she didn't have brought me Snapchat there. <clears throat> she, like, at first I was like, okay, what if we like, you know, went into coffee or something like that. Because um, she likes coffee and tea. And she's like, uh, that's not something I'm like really ready for yet. Like, this kind of thing gives me a lot of anxiety. So it's like something I have to really work up to. I was like, okay. So, like, what if you did is, like, okay, if you don't want to go out and meet somewhere, like, would it help with FaceTime first, have, like, a little FaceTime session, make you feel a bit more comfortable with talking to me face-to-face? Right. It's like, that's not really something I'm ready for. Like, I know it sounds weird, but, like, it's just, I just have to be able to work up to that. I was like, okay, cool. So, like, just give her Snapchat. We Snapchat a lot. I really enjoy talking to her, and, like, I'm very attracted to her. But, like, that part gets kind of frustrating. But, like, I'm, I'm kind of focused on this one girl right now. Well, yeah, I'd see that. <clears throat> yeah, but, like, what's weird is when that happens, like, if I'm not talking to anybody whatsoever, I get zero matches on Tinder. I get zero matches on Hinge. Like, if I slide a girl's DM on Instagram or Facebook, ignored. Left on red. Like, as soon as I start talking to this one girl, I'm basically with one girl, boom. Matches on Tinder. Matches on Hinge. Girls sliding into my DMs on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, I've... <clears throat> I'm, I've noticed, like, that's a that's an actual thing. When you start, like, talking to one person, you know what I'm saying, like, and things are, like, trying to, like, like, the snowball effect. Things are starting to pick up. Eventually, it's going to be a relationship. Like, you know it's going to you know it's gonna be a thing. Right. Not that it's going to always work out, but, you know, at least give it a try. Yo, son, the thotties. Stop. No. Left not. and right, right and left. No. Just, a lot of these girls I've, like, matched with or, like, have, like, approached me. Aren't like those kind of girls. Like they're pretty like normal, like down earth girls. If she breathes, if she breathes, my man's, she's a thot. My man's future, who wrote the book of misogyny, said in the first chapter, she for the streets, yeah, just yeah. like that. Right. But seriously, like the girls that like approach me, it's, I I feel like I approach a certain kind of girl. I feel like. <clears throat> girls that want one night stands like that I don't attract those type of girls I feel like the way I look the way I portray myself is a very long term kind of thing you know what I mean yeah, I get like 
I'm a, I'm a massive individual. Extremely overweight. Heart disease. I have, no, actually, I have a really strong heart. Really? Yeah, like I have low cholesterol, which I was very surprised by. Yeah, like my <laughs> blood pressure, nearly perfect. Do you got asthma? I have trouble breathing sometimes, but like usually it's cold in cold air um, or during allergy season. It's crazy because I'm the complete opposite. Really? I have high blood pressure. I have asthma. Allergies get really bad some some years. This is the first year I've legit had allergies, and it sucks. Dude, it, it, it does. Like, I can't breathe ever. Dude. Man. But yeah, like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's not like I'm doing anything different. Like, I'm not approaching these girls differently. Like, I approach them less because I'm pretty interested in this one girl. So I'm definitely, like, not on tender nears often or not on hand nears often. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> See. there's been random girls approaching me. Like, there's a girl approaching my Facebook message the other day. There's a girl, you know, some ideas on Instagram. I got a couple backs of brand on Tinder. Um, this girl that I had, like, so I don't know if you know how, everybody knows how Hinge works. Like, you leave a comment. Yeah. Well, this girl liked my comment. And it's, I, I like dad jokes. I think they're funny. And so the joke I sent her was, like, she's, like, the key, key to getting to me is, like, make me laugh. Like, okay, cool. What do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? And the answer is an irrelevant. I think that's hilarious. So, <laughs> like, that's Huh? That's good. Yeah, people ask for a dad joke. That's what I throw out there. Well, I sent that a few months ago. She responded to it today, like, randomly. Dude, I've had that something not a few months, but, like, a couple weeks, like... Yeah, it was that girl I was showing you. Dude, that's crazy. Um, I similar story. I sent this girl a like on Hinge because I thought she looked cute. Um, so we're talking, whatever. Um, <clears throat> at the time, this is before I knew, like, my... I had allergies-induced asthma, which is why... I, <clears throat> whenever I was hanging out a couple months ago... I was always coughing like every five every five seconds, just because my asthma and my allergies are really bad. Right. Well, anyway, um, come to find out, she had a not safe for work Twitter. <laughs> I was like, bruh. Like, is she posting nudies on there? Or like, yeah, just really like, offensive jokes. No nudity and all that. Like, that's how she made extra cash. And on then Twitter on not safe for work Twitter. So, because I, uh, I sent her a meme like an OnlyFans meme. Because here's my thing, like. I'm all about memes and all that, you know, so I, I, if I feel like you're chill with it, like, I'll send you, like, certain memes and all oh, that. Oh, yeah, the more comfortable I get with you, the more <clears throat> defensive the memes get. Yeah, so it's just, like, I sent her, like, an OnlyFans meme, and she goes, oh, I tried to create one, but blah, 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 it was too confusing, whatever, so I have a not safe for work Twitter. So, me being the individual that I, <clears throat> that I am, I'm like, hey, yo, let me get that link, and she's like, um... She says something like, I don't give it to people that I see or something like that. Something ridiculous. I'm like, fine, your nudes are probably trash anyway. Um, anyway, that's... Uh, it was a Sunday because I remember I went to urgent care that day. Um, because of... <laughs> because of my, my, my asthma and all that. It was just really bad. I don't think I've ever been so disappointed in your sentence. What? I mean, I, I, that's what I was thinking. I, I mean, I wouldn't, really wouldn't tell you that. But. Oh, I thought you said that to No. Me. Like, golly, dude. I wanted, like I was going on a date with this girl. Like, we went to Dailies on a Sunday. That's that pretty good? Uh, it's actually pretty good. Um, not... I mean, for breakfast foods, yeah, it's all right. I love breakfast foods. Like, it's, it's, real, it's good. Um, but anyway, we went there. Um, I'm not feeling the best because I have all this going on. Um, and then her personality, dude, it was just bland. 
You know, like you go to a Karen's house and she don't season that chicken. It was just like I'm water weeping. <laughs> it was seasoning that chicken. <laughs> I'm a fat. It's okay though, cause nigga, I can still fuck your main hoe. My name is Noah. How you doing? Don't fucking touch me on the sewer. But it was just like one of those things. Was like, all right, your personality is you know bland. And then so like we're sitting there and we're talking, and she goes, "Oh, I'm gonna try to eat a banana. I don't really like that texture, but I'm gonna go for it." Oh, dude, I love bananas. I like the taste. The texture freaks me out. I can understand. Um, anyway, next thing she she she's like, "So, what are your political beliefs?" I should have told her like, "I'm a libertarian. I don't like anyone." <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, I'm like super liberal and this and that." And I'm like, "Cool, I guess. I just told you I don't like none of you people." But continue to speak. Um, so then. She goes, what are your, you know, beliefs and all that? And I'm just like, well, I, I obviously believe, like, there's a higher power out there, you know, and this and that. And Shout that. out to my nigga Jesus. I mean, at that time, like, I wasn't, like, really interested. I'm be real with you. I, I wasn't interested in church at the time. Wait, is this recent or, like, a while ago? This was, like, maybe about a month or two ago. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't just interested in church at the time. Um, stupid reasons. Um, but anyway, yeah, dude, it's like... One of those things I'm like, yeah. And so I deleted her number. I mean, I still have her on Snapchat. I still see her stories, but like, I'm like, yeah, no. Get a personality, and then we can talk. This is big for me, and I feel like that's why I haven't really clicked with anyone. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, if I'm being like, my standards are are like just average. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like your standards for a person are average. Your standards for what it's supposed to feel like are high. I've ne- I've actually never heard someone say that to me before. Well, because here's what here's what I'm thinking. Like every time you meet, you find a girl. You it seems like you try to find something wrong with her, and then you fixate on that. So, for instance, like for you, being able to text is a very big thing for you. Yeah. Which I understand. Like when you get to know somebody first, that's important. Like for me, if a girl can't text, like then we'll just snap all day. It won't be any words. We'll just send it, like you know what I mean. Like, give right. pictures of each other all day. I'm okay with that. Right. And then we'll talk about something later, and, like, we'll hang out. It seems like you're one of those people who, like, you don't have to talk all day, but your text, like, your conversations have to be have some kind of meaningful, like, connection yeah. to them. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like early, like, you, you're, you're expecting that to happen early on with the right person. I feel like you might need to, like, be willing to build that, 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 that connection in person first and expect that connection over text kind of afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I kind of do. I just, I don't know. For me personally, I'm just like, you know, kind of like, you know, when you when you make a new friend or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always, obviously, you talk a lot. You see what you like for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I don't. We hang out, see what happens. Yeah, but that's my thing. It's like, how can I shoot my shot if you don't give me, like, the opportunity to? Like, you're not, like... The reason why I'm like that is because when I conversate with you and I get to know you, I like to have an idea of what you like and what you dislike. Let me ask something. So, do you know my first name? Roderick. Do you, my mid- do you know my middle name? Junior. No. Do you know my last name? Fowler. Okay. I'm surprised by that. What's my favorite color, bros? Brown. No. Okay. What's my favorite sport? Football. No. What's my favorite team in football? Tennessee Titans. You got one. Um, what's 
How old am I? 24, 26? 24. 24. When's my birthday? Oh, crap. Since January? Not at all. <laughs> my point is, we don't know a whole lot about, like, details about each other. Right. Okay? I think your birthday's in April, honestly. I'm not for sure. What's your birthday? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What's my favorite color? Red. No, it's not. Green. Yes. Favorite sport? Basketball. Okay. Favorite basketball team? The Nets. Yeah, it's on there. And the Lakers. Okay. Um, how old am I? You're 22. 23. Yes, you're sir. You're turn, no, yeah, you're going to turn 44. Right. Um, oh, yeah, your birthday is next week, isn't it? Your no. coming up. <clears throat> My birthday is in August, August 13th. Okay, that's what it is. Um, by the way, take off that night. <laughs> Um, let's see. What's my favorite anime? One Punch Man. You talk about that one a lot. And then the other one, you talk about My Hero Academia a decent amount, too. I talk about My Hero Academia with the kids. Um, um I know one of your, <clears throat> I know you like Soul Eater a lot, but I don't think it's your favorite. No. But yeah, I, I want my favorite is Dragon Ball Z. Well, okay, to be fair, I forget that it's considered an anime. No, yeah, no, it's, it's all good. I mean, I, I get what you're saying and all that, I guess. But, like, we're extremely close friends. Like, I feel like I feel like either way it goes, no matter what, like, I know I can come to you about anything, you know you can come to me about anything. Right. We don't have that, like, we don't know every detail of each other's lives. So, Junior? But we, I always got your back, you know that. My point is, right. we didn't get to know each other that way. We hung out mutually for mutual friends and became real close and just became really good friends. You know? I don't agree with that. So like, like I have no idea when we met. Yeah, could not tell you. I yo, that's bonkers because like I have an idea of like when I met majority of my close friends. Like I can tell you right now, Josiah was the first friend I actually had here in Missouri. Yo, low key, this banana smacks. I'm about to lie. <laughs> it's bananas. Um, but yeah, uh, Josiah was my first friend. Jay Bray, me, Jay Bray, and I think Jay John Huckel. We actually rode together to church camp. Um, let's see. What else happened? And then we went to the the uh, the corn maze. I think that night I met Aubrey. I met one of my terrible exes. Um, and golly, I got a story for that. Um, who else? And then I think that was the night that I met Pardell. No, 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 no. That wasn't the night that I met Pardo. The night that I met Pardo was whenever it was football season. It was a couple years ago. We were watching the Giants versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles at Andrew's place. Before This was way before him and Lauren got married. They were... Yeah. Uh, I'm, I met Andrew when they were still dating. They, they were engaged. Yeah, I think they were... I don't... I think they were engaged at that point. But they weren't married yet. And I remember I had bought some TGI Fridays... Uh, chips, some, they were potato skins. My fan. Um, yeah, and I bought them, yeah. and Pardo was like, yo, who bought these? I was like, I did. And so that's how me and Pardo met. And so, uh, how did me and Cleek meet? Me and Dustin, I forgot how me and Dustin met, but like, I consider Dustin one of my closest friends. See, uh, I have no idea how I met Dustin. Um, I know how I met Chris, simply because me and so Chris is like, my best friend, my number one best friend. Okay, right. Me, which is weird because like 
me and Chris met because my friend, my best friend at the time, Trey, was talking to one of his best friends, Taylor. Right. That whole thing was a whole, like, completely crapshoot. But um, me and Chris met because one night, I met Chris, Taylor, Bailey, and Caitlin Boardman all the same night. Oh, gosh. And Brady Sears. And I think I met Corbin that night, too, the first time. Lit. So we go to we go to gym to play basketball. We're all hanging out playing basketball, having a great time. Well, Trey, uh, this was like this. I wasn't a I wasn't a very strong person at this point. Like, what do you mean by strong emotionally? Just in general, like I was a very weak minded, weak spine person. Like I was assertive. Really, I was I was not assertive whatsoever. Like the person I am now, not that. Bro, I like if I didn't want to do something, I did it anyway because I just wasn't that way. Damn. You know what I mean? And so like. We are out trying like you want to play basketball. I'm like, yeah, sure. We just went and play basketball with those people I didn't know. Just like, hey, we're gonna go to Taylor's. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, sure. Did I never met Taylor Haley? I never yeah. met this girl before in my life. That was the girl yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I never met this girl before in my life. Cool. I didn't know her, Bailey, Caitlin, Chris, Brady, Corbin. I didn't know any of them. We're, I'm going to hang out with all of them because Trey asked me to. Right. Okay. Because I just didn't know how to say. I didn't know how to say no. I didn't have to like assert myself. Right. I like what, what happened was me, me and Trey living together. I shouldn't even that when I left McDonald's, cause I still worked at McDonald's at that point, right. and like that's when all the stuff was Dana. Like Dana had just ended. Like all, I didn't know how to assert myself because I was a very weak minded person. Right. So like I learned pretty quickly. Okay, like you know what? Like I might not be that way anymore. Oh, yeah. Um. And so we get over there. There's a bunch of people I don't know, and like I'm trying to like it was at the time I was really good at putting it on the front. Like I was confident. Like, I was, like, happy with who I was. Didn't know who I was. No clue. Like, right. I had different nicknames all the time. I walked in, like, yo, what up? It's Kid Zoom. Was not a rapper. Told everybody I was a rapper. My, my rap name was Kid Zoom. Okay? <laughs> that was a thing for a really long time. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, god. Oh, yeah. This Your is, name on my phone is changing now. <laughs> I don't go by that anymore. Like, this is a, this is my first night part of So... I'm, like, super uncomfortable trying not to, like, let people know I'm uncomfortable. And, like, just, like... Conscious of everything I'm doing. Right. So me and we ended up standing out at Taylor's again. I don't know this person. Yeah, and I can see how that make you. Like, Trey's like, yeah, we're gonna stay, you want to stay the night here with me? I'm like, okay. So like me, Trey, Pardo, Bailey, uh, I think Candy lived there at that point, and I think Corbin and Brady all stayed the night there. Oh. They had a three bedroom apartment. How'd that even work? I don't know. And so we stayed the night there. And me and Pardo stayed up to like three in the morning, just talking about life, because like we both had like similar bring, upbringings. Like him, and my mom both like were financially they made they made good money, but were financially unstable and unsafe with their money. Made a lot of bad decisions. Like our dads left us when we were young. We had really like strong stepdads we looked up to. Um, Pardo was fat back then. Yeah. Fat boy Pardo was was the thing. Glad I could be so, in your life as a stepdad. Huh? You're not like, shut up. <laughs> and so, like, we just had a very similar upbringing and we related right. a lot of things. And so we stayed up all, like, super late talking, like, just getting to know each other. That's how me and Pardo got close, because we were related oh, right. on that. And so, what's crazy to me, though, is, like, the fact that that, that one night, Taylor's one of my best friends, Jamie's one of my best friends, like, now you are one of my best friends, Schwacky, Josh, uh, Vic, Sabrina, like, all the friends that I have now, all happened because that one night. I'm like me and Trey don't talk anymore. Maybe because like backstory, Trey. It was hard for me to trust anybody because like Trey was supposed to be my best friend, 
he so he went through a party phase. We we went to church together. He went through a party phase. And I was like, okay, it's my best friend. Like, it's just a phase. I gotta support him through it. So I supported him through the whole thing. Was like encouraging him. Like we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's have fun. Let's have a good time. Going to all these clubs with him. Going out like you know partying. And like that was not me. Like I was so, like. We went to a club. I was so uncomfortable trying to dance. Dude, I don't like going to clubs. I don't either. But like, again, this is a time in my life when I wasn't super. Let's go to clubs and next weekend. No. <laughs> uh, I wasn't super, like, strong willed. So, like, I was just going with the flow, trying to support my best friend. Right. Like, all the friends we had at the church stopped hanging out with us, stopped talking to us, just pretty much broke everything off because the way Trey was acting. Like, Trey wanted to have a party phase. So, I'm going through it with him. Towards the end of our release, we're li- li- living together. He's like, hey, man, I want to talk to you. I'm like, what's up? Now, the last month and a half before that, he had been, like, super distant, hardly talked to me, hardly been around. So, like, I was, like, kind of, like, lost because, like, I was my best friend in the world. Right. I kind of, he just kind of, like, abandoned me. I didn't know what to do because, like I said, I was very weak-willed. So, like, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know how to think of myself very well. Right. I didn't understand what I want. Um, and so, like, he just was being super distant. Like, I, I was sad about it. Like, I'm like, man, I just don't know what to do now. Like, I don't know who to trust. I don't know what any of this. He was like, hey, you know, I think it'll be better for me and my walk with God if I live with these guys instead of you next year. Dude, that, oh, man, that crushed me. Like, I was at work, legit credit work. Didn't care. Like, not for people. I went I went off to, like, I had an office. But, like, I was tearing up, like, struggling. Where, like, I shut down hardcore for us all three or four days. Dude, that. I did not talk to anybody. Because, and my thing was, like, I was still trying to be a good Christian. But, like, I was also supporting him and doing everything he wanted to do. Like, he had, like, he just he lost his virginity, gave him being a pastor, like, was having a party phase. And, like, I was kind of there with him, like, okay, if that's what you want to do, like, I'm on board with it. Like, you know, you're my best friend. I'm not going to just leave you this right. time. You know, if this is what you want to do, this is what we're going to do. And so, like, I felt like I had been through him, through with him through thick and thin. Like, I was my best friend yeah. since high school. And, like, for him to hear, to hear him say that. Dude, that would have hurt, dude. I... Probably until about a year, two and a half years ago, I did not think I had a best friend. Like this happened four years ago, four or five years ago. I, I was like, yeah, like I didn't, I didn't really consider him my best friend. Like I had really close friends. Like I was really good friends with Chris. I think we had to start becoming friends. Uh, Justin, me and Josh were like casual acquaintances. Didn't have somebody I was really close to. He is one of the nicest people I he know. He is. Shout out like, to Josh McCann. Shout out to nicest Josh person Buchanan, ever. dude. Nicest human being I've ever met. Like, just so willing to listen, so willing to, like, be a good friend. Like, shout dude, out Jay to... Jay too. Dude, shout out to the to the, to the Nixon, Missouri uh, friend group. Y'all know who you are. Love yeah. Um, and so, like, eventually, me, so me and Chris actually ended up, ended up moving in together. You know, he's my roommate, and, like, at that point, me and Chris were still super close, but, like, I didn't feel, so, like, I, there was times I wouldn't, like, text Chris to hang out, because, like, I felt like I was bothering him. Right. It's, like, me, him, and DJ were really close, we hung out a lot, but, like, there was times, like, I didn't want to, like, go, like, man, I'm probably, I'm probably annoying him, like, I didn't want to be around him, because, like, man, I'm probably yeah. getting tired of me, like, I don't want to hang out like, no, all the time. And so, like, I felt like as everybody's, like, close friend, like, casual friend, like, it felt like I had nobody, like, a true, like, best friend. Like, if I did something, I can go to. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it wasn't until a little after we moved in together. Like, even when we, like, even when we first moved in together, I still didn't feel that way. Right. Probably yeah. about five, six months in, I was like, okay, like, I'm kind of, like, go of everything. Like, yeah, I have a best friend now. You know what sucks? And, like, I'm glad I have a best friend. Chris my best friend. I love Chris to death. 
what sucks is like he's not gonna be here long term. Yeah. Like he's from Iowa, I was from Michigan, like they got family all over. Yeah. I mean that, that's and I told him, I'm like, dude, when you leave, like I'm gonna cry. Yeah. He's like, wow, I'll still see him. Like, no, dude, it's not about that. Like, I finally got over the fact, like, I lost my best friend because he said I wasn't good for his walk with God. And, like, I mean, it took me that long to get over that. <sighs> it, was, it was a rough thing. I mean, yeah, no, I, I can I can see that. Actually, I I almost I almost gave up friendships. You know, Jade Rage, Osiah, I almost gave up that for someone who I dated at um, NF at the time. Um, and dude, it was, you want to talk about like toxic relationships, like I met this girl, where did, we met at service or something like that, and I found her on Facebook, I thought she was really cute, so I had her on Facebook, I tried talking to her, and yeah, dude, that, that relationship just spiraled out of control, Get that. and I mean... Her mom used to be like, yo, you know so-and-so. I used to date a Mexican before I dated your real dad. I was like, she used to say that in front of me, like, heavy. Um, but, like, you know, I, I was like, uh, I can see you later. I, I was at James River one day. Um, it was when Robert Madu was coming through. I remember and, that. Um, I, was, I was sitting there, and she was texting me. Where are you at? You need to be at NF so we can uh, talk about this. Me, you, and my mom. Talk about what? Uh, our relationship problems, because we were having, like, relationship issues. Because at that point, I did not... It takes a lot for me to get to that point, but I didn't care about that our relationship at that point. Like, if she left, she left. I did not care. But... The, but my question is, why not just end things at that point? If you're already at that point, like, you don't care, then end things. Because so. I, at that point, I, would, I think I was 19, I was stupid, and I kept thinking, well, maybe I can fix it. Right. And I kept trying to fix... I kept trying to fix the sink when it was the well that needed to be fixed. It was something, it was more, it was more or less. Dude, oh, man, that was great. <laughs> it was more or less me that needed to take the steps away from the relationship so I could focus on myself and my own relationship with God. And whenever that relationship ended, I've never been that angry with someone in a really long time. Like, my parents are one thing because my parents put me through hell, but. As far as, like, relationship, friendship, I've never been that angry towards anyone. Right. Um, and it, it took me a little bit to get over it, but I finally, I was like, you know what? See you later. And you know what? She's married now, and here I am. No job. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still happy. You know, I still got my friends. I'm still doing what I got to do, and <clears throat> it kind of sucks, but that's life, man. You just move on, but... What I was gonna say about the whole Chris thing, you know, like it's gonna it's gonna hurt because it's like, yeah, you know, that's your that's your boy, that's your like that's your man's right there. Um, kinda like Kobe and Shaq. But um you know, it's it's in in this particular I don't wanna say situation, but in this particular like time, like, you know, he's about to get married, you know. Like you know that's that's a for sure thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like he's leaving you for something negative. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like that negativity or that that negative space <coughs> has any, you know, has any has any part in this, right? And dude, we know what's crazy is like, I agree with you 100. Like, I'm happy for Chris. I don't think I've ever seen Chris this happy. Like, I, actually, I know for a fact I've never seen Chris this happy. Like, Ali's Ali's like just completely came in like changed his whole life around. Like, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, 
I wanted so badly not to like Allie. Really? Like, I love Allie to death. I would consider Allie one of my close friends. I wanted so badly not to like Allie. For the simple fact that I knew... I knew once Chris got serious with a girl, like, I was, like he was... Yeah, things weren't going to be the same. Oh. Like, his first girlfriend he had, things were way different. Like, I never... Like, I, we'd hang out with Chris every now and then, but, like, he usually did a couple things with couples. And, like, it was very awkward and, like, not fun. Yeah, I never met his... It's okay. Like, they... She's happy. She's... I think she's engaged. She's happy now. He's happy now. It worked out for the best. But, like, I wanted to not like Allie. And I... Once I met, I was like, damn. Like, I'm... Like, I can't not like this girl. Right. Like, this girl's way too nice. She's way too good for Chris. Or she's way too, like, positive for Chris not to me... For me not to like her. For sure. And, like, I wanted to. I tried. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. And, like, it got worse because we started working together. I was like... Yeah, like this is this is happening. Like, yeah, and like I make jokes all the time to Chris about her living here. Like she does. Don't wrong. I does not live here. I stay here probably two or three times a week. But like, you see, for a while I got like not annoyed, but I felt like I was always here. And like I was like, wow, okay, so this is like you know when it happens. Like me and Chris, like we're still boys, but like yeah, boy, like just the days of us just hanging out doing nothing, random days is you know kind of over. Yeah. Which sucked, but saying, like, you know what? I'm happy for Chris. Like, he deserves this. Yeah, at, at some point, like, your friends are always going to be your friends. But it's like that that lifestyle. Like, for me, I know I, ha- I can't have days anymore where I just, like, screw around. And eventually, I'm you know, I'm going to be in a relationship. Eventually, I'm going to do this. And eventually, I'm going to get married. And, you know, eventually, I'm going to have to drop these things. But, you know, it's like you, you make those sacrifices and you drop those things. But... You gain so much more in return, and it's just like when you think about the the exchange of it, it's like yeah, I'm giving up, you know, maybe partying, going downtown with the boys, and doing whatever for you know happiness with my best friend, um, children in the future, possible child going to the NBA or NFL. Dude, single single moms breed athletes. Dude, that's a fact. That's a whole other conversation, but that's a fact. <laughs> But okay, so let me ask you a question. Flat question. What's up? Completely hypothetical. If you could get a girl pregnant and leave, but you knew if you left that kid became an athlete, would you do it? No. In his favorite sport? No. I wouldn't do it. Why? Um, okay, okay. Take the athlete part. Think, let's consider this. If you stay, the kid struggles in life, barely gets by, has, don't think it's wrong with it, but has the same life you had. You're going to put a gun to his head too? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> If you stay, the kid basically grows up has the same kind of life you had. Okay, oh, so not bad, a good life, but like he struggled to get by sometimes. Like right. he 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 was scraping by. He was happy, but he was scraping by. Or if you leave, and you know this for a fact, this kid grows up, does have a relationship with you, but like achieves every dream he's ever had. Alright, so would, if it's, would you leave? Alright, so if it's by that standard, then yes, I'm going to leave because ultimately. His happiness comes first and all that. Um, now, he, no, okay, but well, he's just as happy either way. Oh, if he's just as he's happy. He's just as happy, but he achieves every dream he set out to accomplish that, or he yeah. better scripts by. Well, no, you – all right, so that's hypothetically a rhetorical question. That's wow. hypothetical – because if I stay with him and he's just as happy – Scraping by as he is achieving every dream he's Okay, but he's not happy. working. I'm the one working. I'm the one being the provider. No, no, no. Through, through life. Like, it's, through his adulthood and everything. What do you, 
Uh, all right, so, so like, like he lives his life. He lives a very mediocre life. He's happy. He lives a very mediocre life, barely scraping by, barely getting by. His entire adult life too. I don't know if I could give up my child. Here's 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 why. This gonna sound this sounds selfish. I'm leaving. Here's why. It's not about the fact that he has more monetary value or more like materialistic things. It's about the fact that he has a if if, if that mean if me leaving means he achieves every dream he ever sets out he ever has becomes the wealthy man he wants to be, all this, has everything he ever wanted, or ever, like every material thing he ever wants, that sets him up well, that sets his wife up well, that sets their kids up well, that sets the whole generation after him, and generations to come, sets them up to, to succeed. Uh, I mean... So, 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 hold on. So my thing is, will I have that relationship with my son? No. That would, like, in real life, I can, like, I can never actually leave my son, if I had a son. Right. Or daughter. I can never leave my kid. But... In, in this hypothetical situation, if I knew for a fact that's what the case was, I think I could be able to leave my my kid knowing that me leaving gives him and every generation after him a better life than like than they could have with me in their life. I mean, as as easy as that sounds, yes, I know me as an individual, I could not do it. I don't think I would have the absolute balls just to even if I knew he was gonna do exceed expectations, climb mountains, and do all that. Deep down inside, I don't think I can. I don't. I don't think I could actually do it. And I think I could. And 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 the reason being is like, you know, like yeah, he'll he'll scrape by and he'll have a mediocre life. But I mean, I don't know. I just I could not see myself giving up my relationship with my kid and my grandkids in the future. Because of money. I it's mean, not just about money, though. It's about them being successful generations to come. But here's the thing. You can be successful in other ways, though. Like. But, like, at some point, though, you've got to break the cycle. Like, you can't just. You can't, you can't set up a whole lot of. Like, you learn. You, you, you learn from what you live. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, why I have you, enough if crack. If you, if you just set up a, a, a cycle of mediocrity. And never break the cycle. Somebody's eventually got to break the cycle. You got to make the sacrifice. Right. To me, knowing my kid, my kids, my grandkids, my great grandkids, and all down the line, will have a chance to go to college, achieve things I could have never achieved or helped them achieve. In the long run, make a bigger impact. Make a bigger impact on the world around them. I could understand leaving. I, 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 I to a certain degree, I understand what you're saying. I think I could do it. But I personally. Because I know that's my child, like I, I will still save. My my other thought was behind it is like, I think my was, dad, huh? What I was gonna say, like, what's wrong with like, what do you mean by mediocre? Medi- mediocrity. Mediocre. So like, you're living, they're living paycheck to paycheck. They're nah. they're struggling to feed their kids at night. They're struggling to make ends meet. Like they're they. Like I mean, you you were telling me you kind of grew up in poverty with your the way your parents were. I'm talking uh, about that kind of life. Not mice to drugs, but that kind of life. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 a whole. Your second, but here, here's the deal. Your my thought process, honey, is my son will never know the difference. He's just as happy either way, with or without a father. Is what just, he achieves that affects I, him in the fe- in the future generations behind him. I mean, him. I, I get. The, I suffer. I suffer, but he doesn't know any different. I can't. I just. I don't want to be known as the father who walked out. Agreed. I don't either. I can't. But my reputation to me means absolutely nothing if it benefits my kid. I could be known as a crackhead if it means I'm putting food on my table for the kid and for him to succeed. 
But, oh, man. Dude, this is... You get what I'm saying? I, I, I get what you're saying on I'll that. say you're wrong, by the way. I'm not going to say you're wrong. But another thing that's behind it is, like, my dad was a piece of shit. Piece of crap. My dad is a crappy person. Okay? I am very aware of that. There was one time my dad got me a bike. He stole me a bike... <laughs> For my birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh, but like, he yeah. stole you a bike? He stole me a bike for my birthday, stole it back from me to give to somebody else for drugs. Yo, son, that's... My parents did that with the, with my games. Yeah. I remember what you talking about. Like, they would buy you a new one, sell it. <laughs> yeah. Drugs, buy you new one, yeah. So, like, that was the situation I was in. My dad was... He was an extremely bad alcoholic. He was on drugs his whole, like, his whole life. It was crazy. It was like, I was talking to my mom. She told me stories about my dad before. Like, my dad, when he was 16, he was supposed to go to the Junior Olympics for Taekwondo. What? Okay. My dad was a small oh, man. Dude, my dad was a crazy athlete. He was good at basketball. He was good at football. He was good at Taekwondo. He was extremely smart. Like, my dad was a freaking genius. Makes sense. Okay? He was supposed to go to Junior Olympics for Taekwondo. His dad, he was supposed to go to with the coach. His dad said, no, son. I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to drive down to Florida. Okay? I'm going to be the one to take you. I want to be there for that moment. His dad never showed up. Ever. He didn't see his dad again for years. Wow. That day, something, from what my grandmother told me and my mom, that day, something, a switch flipped my dad. He has not been the same since then. He yeah. stopped doing Taekwondo. He stopped playing sports. He started slacking at school. That day, and what's crazy is, all he had to do was not be there to begin with to say that. Not say, hey, I will take you to Florida. Yeah, if but he would have stayed, if because he, he was gone, he came back for a little bit and then left again. If he would have stayed gone the whole time, my life would be. Innocent. Don't get me wrong, I'm happy with my life, but my life would be insane. Like, I can't imagine how much easier things would have been, dude. Having same. a stable dad in my life. Same. I mean, granted, like, yeah, my. Well, I didn't know how to be a strong little person because I didn't have somebody teach me that. Huh. Like, like as a man, you have you have. When you have a father figure in your life that teaches you how to be a man, and this isn't some sexist, mansplaining bullcrap, when you have a man in your life to explain to you, to show you how to be a man, how to stand up for what you want in life, it makes a little difference. No, no, I had a stepdad. I love my stepdad to death. My stepdad was one of my best friends, was my best friend growing up. Right. But he was more of my friend than he was my dad. He didn't discipline me. And so, like, my point is, my dad, if he, if his dad had stayed gone the entire time, he would have treated more in life. No, no. He had a future set up. Blew it all away because he didn't feel worthy enough that his father could even take him to the Junior Olympics. A, flip, a switch flipped. He was different. Dude. If if my like my dad stayed away, my dad came back but left and stayed gone. Okay, I gave my dad a chance to come back in my life. He he ignored me. Like talk about being left on red. I sent my dad a message on Facebook because I didn't have his number. It was like, hey, look, I'm old enough now to make this decision. I thought about it. Like I don't need you in my life. Like I'm doing well. I drive a nice car. I have a good job. I have a nice place to live. Like I'm doing great in life. But if you want to be a part of that, this is your chance. You know what he did? Left you on red. Not only that, he created a whole. He he opened it, didn't respond. Created a whole new Facebook account and re-added me. Bruh. Yeah. And then the audacity to text me the next, that same year on my birthday, happy birthday on Facebook. Bro, this is bonkers, man. So my point is, he was gone. He stayed gone. I I don't think I could be happy. Like, obviously, I could be happy, but, like, I'm extremely happy with the person I turn out to be the yeah. life I have. So I'm, so if I could leave my son, it would suck. No lie. Like, that'd be the hardest thing I've ever had to do. But if I could leave, if I had to walk out my son knowing that he would be just as happy as if I was there, 
but be more successful and be more beneficial to the world and be more beneficial to the generations to come. I don't. I have to at that point because I feel. I feel like that's selfish. This sounds awful. I feel like that's selfish of me to want to stay. Stay and have him live in mediocrity, or me leave and not even know the difference. Be just as happy. Yeah, but you're 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 basing it. I mean, you're just saying like, oh, he's he's automatically gonna live this mediocrity life. Yeah, he's all, in this situation, he's, yes, he's gonna leave in this situation. Like, yeah, yeah. that's the that's the kind of. The I just I. No, granted, you don't know that going like going in. If you choose to leave your kid, you don't think you're like you're not thinking. Oh, if I leave, he'll be better off because they'll be extravagant. Like, don't get me wrong. There's probably there probably are people who like. You know, I'm not ready to be a father. I don't know how to take care of myself. I can't take care of a kid. Right. He'd be better off without me. I'm sure the people who think that don't get me wrong. I, I think that's wrong. I think I think now adoption is different, but I think a man walking out on his child and mother of his child because he thinks they'd be better off without him. Yeah, that's bullcrap. You don't come back. Yeah, but in this hypothetical situation, if I knew myself would be better off. If, better off if I could see, all right, let's. All right, I feel like if I could see the future. Yeah, in this situation, you know. In this situation, if I can see the future, then I mean, as hard as it would hurt me, I would say, I, I would leave him a letter at least, and explain why I did what I did. That's not allowed. That's cheating. What? And That's cheating. I don't. It's. I know it sounds terrible. It has nothing to do with. Me like my self image just has to do with the fact like I I just can't say yes like I know it sounds ridiculous because it's like if you say yes he gets all this money he gets all this but at the same time I don't get a relationship with my son I don't get a relationship with my future um daughter in law I don't get a relationship with my grandkids and my great grandkids I don't get any of that yeah but there's a chance that stuff doesn't happen if you stay. Yeah, but there, who, who's to say he's going to be this big, successful athlete if he, you know, goes whatever? In this who's situation, it's a hypothetical situation, though. Huh? It's a hypothetical situation. Dude, and I'm saying hypothetically, I still want a relationship with him. As as crazy as that sounds. My, I get you in a relationship with your hypothetical son. My thing is, personally, I'm not saying you're wrong. I can't, to me, that, to me, for me, to say yes, I want to stay, seems so incredibly selfish, in my mind, I'm not saying you're selfish for this, but in my mind, it makes me feel like I'm so incredibly selfish, because I'm taking my son's future, and the future of our grandkids, great-grandkids, our lineage, right. future of our lineage, and saying, you know what, that doesn't matter to me as much as it is as me knowing my son. Makes sense. Personally. No, you're wrong. If that were to happen... I would keep tabs my son. I would follow my son. I would see what's going on with his life. I'd be aware of it. I wouldn't be involved in it. Does that make sense? Also, I need to wrap this up. Same. All right. Well, it's been fun. This was the first episode of Cigar Talk. I will do an intro episode tomorrow. With Papa Lavender. Gang gang. True. Well, no, I'll just do the intro episode by myself. Oh, okay. I misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah, no, I'll just do it. I wasn't talking about what you were saying. I was saying this first episode of Cigar Talk, and I said with Papa Lavender. True, true. Well, so, yeah. see ya. Goodbye. Have a good night. Peace up and peace out.